Okay, we're beginning now, letter 28. Letter 28, thematically, of course, connects to the previous letter, both of them discussing the passing of the tzaddik of the saint. This letter was written to the great tzaddik, Rabbi Levi Yitzhak by the Alter Rebbe to console him after the tragic passing of his son, Rabbi Meir. So the Rebbe begins with the question, why is the passage concerning the passing of Miriam adjoined to the passage concerning the red heifer? Meaning, in the Torah, we discuss the passing of Miriam after discussing the laws of the red heifer. And our sages say that it's to teach you this was a this is not an original question of the Alter Rebbe. This is a question in the Talmud, and the answer given is to teach you that just as the heifer, just as the red cow, affects atonement, so does the passing of the righteous. So that's the classical question, classical answer. But we have to understand. If we want to express that the passing of the righteous affects atonement, then why are we connecting the passing of Miriam to the red heifer, which was prepared outside the three camps, but wasn't really a sacrifice? The Torah calls it a sin offering. But what we should seemingly have is that the passing of Miriam be connected to passage concerning the sin offering that was prepared in the temple, on the altar, and that affected actual atonement. What the Reb is going to explain is that the normative sin offering could atone for those sins that have to do with the admixture of godliness and evil, what we call klipas noiga, and that's what could be refined. But passing of the sadic like the red heifer, could draw down an energy that could refine the absolute impurities, not just this admixture of godliness and evil, but complete sources of impurity. Klipas Timaeus, as we know, that the ashes of the red heifer were used to atone for the impurity of death, for the ultimate impurity. So therefore, truly, the passing of the tzaddik, because the passing of the tzaddik creates this enormous godly energy in the world and brings atonement for all the sins of the generation, even those that are committed willfully, even those deriving from the complete impurity, the passing of the tzaddik atones for, which means, in essence, the passing of the tzaddik is akin to the red heifer and thus much more powerful and if it was akin to a regular sin offering. Now, to explain this with, with more detail, Kabbalistically, the Rebbe explains that the sacrifices on the altar are considered an elevation of feminine waters. Feminine waters meaning things that we initiate, our own spiritual arousal coming from our animal soul, which receives its life from the Klipas Naga admixture of godliness and evil. And this elevation ascends to the root and source of this energy, 
which is the animals of the celestial chariot, as described in Yechezkel, the face of the ox, which is the energy for all the animals, the face of the eagle, the energy for all the birds. So everything we would offer as an offering on the altar either ultimately stems from the face of the ox or the face of the eagle. So we have this arousal to the level of divinity, which is the source of the things in our finite world that these offerings are comprised of. And responding to this arousal, our, so to speak, feminine waters create a response from above, the masculine waters, that descend from a level even higher than the animals bearing the animals of the chariot, but the man on the throne that the chariot is bearing, the king, the masculine attributes of God's emotive powers. So from here, from these levels, flow down to the world and become vested and integrated within it, this very high level of God's energy. And therefore, this creates the atonement for these klipas noiga, admixture of godliness and evil type of offenses, which primarily here would mean then something done unwittingly, because that's why it's still in the realm of klipas noiga. If it's a deliberate offense of something God says no, then already it would be on a much lower level than the level of absolute impurity, and this offering would not be able to rectify it. What do we have by the burning of the red heifer? The actions done there, the the cedar wood, the hyssop, the running water on the ashes, all of this is to draw down from above to below, not coming from our initiation, but much, much, much higher. This is called the sanctification of the purifying water, which relates to the supreme sanctity referred to as a dew above, which is really a reference to the man. There's rain. There's a heavenly benefaction, which is called rain, because rain is an arousal from below, elicits ultimately the rain from above. In other words, the water turns to vapor and then condenses and comes down to our world as rain. But dew is completely from above. We don't do anything in our physical world or spiritually, so to speak, to create the dew energy. So the man was compared to do. It came completely from God. And we're saying here that the energy that is being elicited by all these actions done with the red heifer and the ashes of it is like the man, like the do, something completely from God, something completely as a spontaneous arousal from above, not really created by our actions. And this level is referred to as the ultimate seminal wisdom within the crown, a level of God that completely transcends the world. And this level of seminal wisdom within the secret wisdoms is on a very, 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 very high level. So when this waters created by the ashes of the red heifer are drawing down this high energy of the supreme seminal wisdom of God's secret wisdom of the level of the crown that completely transcends 
all the normative levels of the divine attributes, such a light is drawn down, darkness is converted to light. So in our world, the darkness of our world is transformed to light, which Kabbalistically would imply that our world is the world that we call Tikkun, to rectify, to refine the shards that fell from the world of Tohu, the world of chaos. And of course, our job is to extract and refine and elevate these sparks, these shards of the world of chaos that fell into our world of rectification. And that's what this energy can accomplish. And that's why the ashes of the red heifer purifies from the ultimate defilement context with a corpse. Because even though the corpse is the ultimate degree of impurity, but this energy is so intense coming from the supreme seminal wisdom, from the secret wisdom of God on the level of the crown that transcends all of God's divine attributes, this illumination transcends the world so utterly that it can transform the world's darkness into light. It can take the absolute evil of death and transform, transform it into purity. And this truly is what the passing of the tzaddik of the saint also accomplishes, as we'll discuss tomorrow. <laughs>